Just waiting for Cameron to wind down. <laughs> I'm doing, I'm warming up. All right. Welcome back to the 10th episode. Welcome back to the 10th episode. Now that was too sassy. Welcome to the 10th episode. Uh, or welcome back to the Synthetic Stream Podcast. Welcome back to the Synthetic Stream Podcast. This is the 10th episode. We hit one zero, double digits. We turned 10 today. There was a lot of people who said we couldn't make it. So many. Well, let's address today's agenda, which is we have a special guest today. Uh, you've never seen him before. We have Nimbus. Here, hey. Here he is. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much. Welcome. Why was the only... I, I didn't <laughs> oh, sorry, I had, I had a biggie in my hand. They were too busy. Too busy being in awe. Hmm. What yeah. made you want to come on the podcast today, Nimbus? Um, you know, just uh, just felt like it was time for the world to hear my story. Hmm. Uh, since you're the guest, I was gonna gonna do like a little uh, a little quiz for you, a quiz for Nimbus about Nimbus. About Nimbus. I call it the Nimbus Nine. <laughs> well, you should have said Nimbus Knowledge. Well, I didn't. <laughs> nine, because there are nine questions. Oh, okay. You have nine seconds to answer them. I'm on cloud nine, right? Wait, that nine? was the that, yeah. that was the bit. I wasn't going to explain it. Nine seconds for each question, or nine seconds for all nine questions. I don't think I could s- give you all questions in nine seconds. Nine. So nine seconds. For nine seconds to answer them. To be fair, it's kind of just like a rapid fire. Yeah, gosh, lightning round, go. Yeah. All right. So. Um, it's called the Nimbus Nine. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Correct. Question two. <laughs> Has Nimbus released on Spotify? Yes. <laughs> do you have the answer? Or do you want me to look it up? It is nine. Did you look how many songs on Spotify? I've got like nine. Yes, correct. You have nine. Question three. Under what alias did Nimbus release the track Berm Rights? Oh, Happy Trash. For a bonus point, who is the feature? MC McKinnon. Correct. <laughs> Question four. In episode five of the Synthetic Stream podcast, Nimbus becomes very distracted by what? That's a good question. I don't know. Uh, was, was there like a big booty on, on set? Sorry. All right. I'll, yeah. I'll, I will let someone... Hey, do you want it, to jump in? I think it was Joel's you know the answer? genitals. Can I have a, um, a bit of a hint of who was on, if there was? Episode five was the holiday edition how did we that was a oh, it's distracted by monopoly no 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 not, no, no, not, no. The, not, we, the, we, not the holiday season our vacation episode oh 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 the slinky it was the slinky the damn slinky <laughs> question five what is tom's favorite track from nimbus's newly released sonder ep out now on spotify <laughs> <laughs> um is it tides correct it is tides hey. Uh, question six: What were the first words ever uttered by Nimbus on the Synthetic Stream podcast? And I'll have there are two answers here that I will accept. Uh, what's up, you fucking pussies? <laughs> Incorrect. I would have accepted Lil Sheck or Tom's been so gracious to have us on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good. <laughs> that's person. your legacy. That's a right. We could put that in stone. Uh, question seven: Explain a monopoly. Um, a monopoly. The thing about a monopoly is is that. The many are in the one, like mono being like one and poly being multiple. 
Uh, correct. So the many are in the one. The many yeah. I think you one. did the same like I hand gestures. Yeah. <laughs> Question eight. Which synthetic stream member does Nimbus think is the most attractive? Uh, Tom. Correct. Uh, <laughs> question nine. Who was in Paris? Uh, I would prefer not to answer that. <sighs> correct. And that c- concludes the Nimbus nine. Well done. Well Thank done. you. I'm, I'm grateful for this little quiz. No worries. He brought well, back a game. Another great game. Yeah. Well, let's start at the beginning. Yeah. Where, so obviously so I was you... born in 1999 to a mother of three and a father of four. And what? I was abandoned in the wilderness as a child. So I learned how to produce in Ableton on like one of the wooden laptops. <laughs> I had to make it myself. I had to engineer the whole thing. Um, It's pretty impressive. Mm. Yeah, I was pretty determined to make it in this um, EDM game. A lot of the the wilderness animals actually like dubstep quite a fair bit. I can imagine wolves. I reckon wolves are more into DMB. Where are you from, Nimbus? Huh? Where are you from? Just the outback. Right. Well, the outback's quite different to the wilderness. Yeah, like the wilderness, the wilderness is more. No, uh, the wilderness is more like forest. There's bound to be an oasis in the, the, in the outback somewhere. Sure. But what? What? Like I'm an oasis of good music amongst all the shitty artists out here right now. You know, music's kind of going downhill fast, mm. and I'm gonna bring it back. Why? Oh, why wow. is that? Why is it going downhill? Huh? Not tough. It's just pop sucks. Do you want to throw blame at someone uh, who started this downward trend? Uh, Katy Perry. What? When she made um, Dark Horse, mm. it ruined. It's a good call. I was going to say if it you were going to dubstep forever, if you were going to say like the Firework era, I was going to get mad because that is no. Oh no, California Girls, impeccable, best anime I've ever seen. Well, let's actually like. I want. I want to know what, get, what got you it. into music. What What made you want to start? What What Where does it start? Where does a story of Nimbus and music obviously had different aliases prior to Nimbus, but like, yeah. where does it all begin? Um, well, I think that I wanted to be in a rock band for a really long time. Like, first, I wanted to be an actor, as specifically an actor in a Nickelodeon sitcom. I was like Drake just, and Josh. Yeah, oh. exactly like that. The Sweet Life. I don't know why. I was it's just different. like, this is the coolest shit you can you can possibly do. And then eventually, I was like, I want to be a singer because a lot of the the um, a lot of the people on there were also singers. So I was like, oh, I could do that too. And then I was like, uh, I want to learn the guitar, and I didn't do that for like years <laughs> until like year eight. But I told people I wanted to be in a rock band for a bit, and then one of my friends in year six showed me Skrillex, and that changed my life forever. In what way? I just never... It, it makes you question, like, um, what sounds can be used in a musical context, or at least it did for me at that point. And I was just like, I hadn't heard anything like it. For me, Skrillex had, like, invented dubstep in front of my eyes. Yeah. So I was like, oh, my God. Never heard anything like this. But I was, I was just a fan for a long time. I was just, like, an enthusiast. And then in year seven, one of my good friends, Michael... Shout out, Michael. Hey, Mike. He was just like, do you want to come to my house and make some dubstep? And I was like, you can do that? And then, and then it all clicked. I was like, oh, my God. 
you can make dubstep. But then I was like, there was, there was also like a, a big um, point where I was like, how the fuck are these sounds made? I was like, I, I don't even know what instrument could make this sound. I had no idea where it was coming from. So I ended up like, um, I ended up going down the reason route. My, my friend Michael had a copy of reason and actually the first, the first real software I used. Mixcraft 5. Mixcraft. Shout out. Fucking Mixcraft. You, you got me into it, mate. And I thought I was pretty good at it too. I was pretty good at dragging samples. (laughs) Dragging loops in. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but I ended up getting into Reason by Propellerhead. They do like you can actually download Reason as a plugin now, which I think is a lot better than what it was before. Because Reason was really limited in terms of they didn't allow any third-party plugins. That was the breaking point for me. Yeah, when you so, can download Massive. Yeah, exactly. Because I I saw a bunch of Skrillex interviews and they were like, "What are you using to make the sounds?" And I was like, "This is the this is what I'm looking for." And he just said, like, massive and FM8. And I was like, what the fuck is that? And I looked it up and I was like, oh, you can't use those in reason. So I was like... It's unreasonable. Unreasonable. Where's your logic reason? <laughs> is reason oh. free? No. 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 I bought it, actually, I bought it in, like, a box set. Like, it was, like, a disc and it had, like, a USB and stuff. And you had to, like, install it manually, some hardware. That's how old I am. I remember your first laptop, the white Toshiba. Toshiba, yeah. It was really bad. <laughs> I just got the cheapest laptop I could physically get, and I was like, this is my production beast. But, um, yeah, started in Reason. I never actually successfully made a song just because the whole thing was so... It was so alien, and, like, it, it's all based on, like, analog gear. So, like, it's physically like a rack. And you can flip it around and change the routings in the back. And that was too complicated for me. Plus, I never really learned how to use the arrangement view. So I was sort of just like following tutorials, learning how to use synths for a long time. And that's how it started. And then I eventually got Logic, a crack of Logic. Um, and But I think there was something about Ableton... That uh, it was just like the, I think it was actually the macros, like grouping them and having macros. I don't know yeah. why, but that was like my the selling point to Ableton. Yeah. And then I got into Ableton in like 2014, 2015. Actually, Lanky, big shout out because he actually got me Massive for free. And I still have the exact same copy of Massive that he got me in like year eight. So shout outs big thank you because i actually used that a lot when i was starting out um what was i saying <laughs> we're in year eight we're in year eight yeah we've got year eight. yeah 15 oh 14. yeah and i was actually way too scared to attempt making dubstep properly because it was it, I, I think i built it up in my head to a point where i was just like it's too hard to the point where, like, if I attempt it, it's going to be shit. And if it's shit, then I'm going to get shat on. Mm. We also saw, like, our mate who also made EDM just get ripped on by literally I actually, everyone. I actually wish I stood up for him more when that was happening. Because I actually think that was very important to his development. Um 
Because what he actually did was pretty good, and it's what you're supposed to do, where he just sat down, churned out a shit ton of songs. None of them, like... No, I don't want to call him out for plagiarism. <laughs> do, we, do, we, do we know him? Yeah. Okay. Um, but, like, also, when you're starting out, like... No, I know. He made an album in, like, a week. Yeah. Which I actually think is, like, a really good effort. And there was actually a couple of decent songs. What there was it, were. Panda Life or something? Pandas? Yeah, Panda Life, High on Life. Yeah, I'm um, still High on Life. Yeah, no, I, I wish I stood up for him more because he was just... He literally was just... Doing his own thing. Doing his own thing. He They were all original songs and... Um, yeah, no. I, I think anyone that puts themselves out there, especially in high school, is just going to get shit on no matter yeah, what. regardless. People, yeah. like, tried to do YouTube. They got shit on for that. It's just, like, anyone that stands out gets ridiculed. And I think it's hard to process that at such a young age. So I think that actually made him scared to, um, to attempt it again. Yeah. So I, I, I wish I, I wish I'd enforced the fact that like sitting down and like churning out a bunch of songs is actually how you get good at this yeah um and it doesn't matter what your starting point is if you just have to start it's all about the journey and he started with an album so that's like i I gotta give kudos but Mm. back to me um sorry i could be interrupted no i'm joking (laughs) (laughs) but um i started using ableton and i ended up because like i would do like i'd follow tutorials try and learn how to make dubstep sounds but in the background i was just seeing what a synth what i could do with a synth and that ended up turning into my first project happy trash um which is which, still on soundcloud yeah only ogs would links. know no i won't do links <laughs> it's all good um but yeah that was my first alias and i I was trying to make an album, but I ended up just making an EP. But I'm still pretty proud of that EP. Um, it was like a way more ambient, melodic type of style. Yeah. And I'd actually tried to bring that the energy of that back a little bit on the EP I released recently. I could hear it. Yeah. I was trying to I, I was trying to mix um the current with what I started out with. But that was that was a, a very pivotal point for me because um, I just I just started making music and I wasn't worried about the end product. I just made sounds and then I tried to use the sounds in songs and then that just sort of happened. Yeah. Um, I was always very impressed with you too because from a like early point on, you'd already kind of had a, a sound that was like uniquely yours. Like I could tell when... Like it was a song you produced. Yeah, thank you. That's okay. Um, I actually, I think I got a pretty. I don't know. I it's. I think it was because I wasn't trying to be anything. Yeah. I was just doing. Yeah. Um, which has become a lot more of my philosophy, and I ended up losing that actually for a long time. I I um er, like that was in 2015, the Happy Trash era. And then I eventually got into Nirvana, and then that took me out of electronic music, actually. And I, I wanted to be the Beatles. I was like, I, <laughs> I did. I, I actually did. I was like, I wanna, I wanna be in a band that has like, everyone's contributing 
Like, I mean, the Beatles, like, different albums um, have different levels of all of them contributing, but all of them contributed very heavily in the end to what it is. And I was like, I want a, a band like that. Because um, I ended up, what I like to do is whenever I'm really inspired by a person, I will go in and try and see what inspires them so I can get like a context. Mm. And for Kurt Cobain, he mentioned the Beatles a lot. So I ended up um, going into the uh, going into the Beatles discography to study songwriting because I wanted to learn what objectively good music and like how it works. Yeah. So I was like, if I want to be a musician professionally, I should understand what how the biggest band in history ticks, um, which ended up teaching me so much about songwriting. And actually, Radiohead did as well. Um, the only reason I can do weird time signatures now is because of Radiohead. They have some very experimental songwriting styles. Um, but I ended up writing like a whole album's worth of material that I never recorded. Or I, I recorded demos, but I never was happy with the outcome. But I think I should have... I, I wish I had just put it down and released it because I still like all the songs. Do you think you'd... Um re-record them all potentially yeah i, I was future? i was considering doing that because i now actually have more knowledge about how it all works yeah stuff. i don't have a heap of recording knowledge though like i'm not great at getting good guitar tones with a microphone um i don't know i just don't have that that ear yet um but i'd really like to learn um but i think yeah there's a lot there's a lot of like guitar-y, singer-songwriting music that I could end up releasing. I don't know. Maybe I'll release it under Nimbus. I don't even know. <laughs> don't restrict yourself. Yeah. Uh, and then... You busked? Bu- bu- uh, yeah, I was busking all around the Blue Mountains, um, all around Katoomba to Springwood. That gets a lot of foot traffic. A lot of tourists go by. Um, I was... I was, like, using it to test out originals with covers as well, and I sort of, like, started getting a taste for what people liked by, like, how much fucking money I was getting when I played each song. (laughs) What Um, was your most fruitful song, you reckon? uh, Karma Police, actually, by Radiohead. That one one got the dosh. Well, the people walking past, like, yeah, nice. Yeah, because there's a big belted part at the end. And actually... The busking was essential because it was l- pretty much like paid rehearsal. Like, regardless of if you got money, you were you were doing like basically a whole live show. Sometimes like a really long live show. It could you could busk for like two to three hours, and so it gets your endurance up. Like you you end up your voice sort of gets used to um, working for a long time you get like way better at all the songs because you've just played them so many times. And also you get a lot more comfortable being in front of people because you've just got random passerbys. You just got to let it happen. Um, and I stayed in that lane for a really long time. I don't know why. I don't... Oh, I think it was actually Skrillex again. <laughs> um, I ended up... After I... um. After I, like, sort of wrote, like, a whole album on the guitar, I was like, what are you laughing at, Joel? You think my story's funny? 
No, I was just looking at Joel because his face just looked really good. Yeah, Joel's been sneaking Tim Tams the whole time Cameron's been talking. <laughs> Do you want me to get you more Tim Tams? No, no I'm not. Like, look, <laughs> it's been called was, out now. The experiment is it's very hard to eat a Tim Tam on a podcast. Mm, they were wrapped as well. All right, so Skrillex got you back into. Yeah, um, I, I basically, I was like, because actually when I got into writing like singer songwriting stuff, I was actually turned off of Skrillex. And I was like, I can't believe I liked him. I was like, this is <laughs> shit. And then I came back to one of the classics, first of year Equinox. And what, I was like, sorry to interrupt, but what, e- like what era were you like? Nah, mate. I don't like this Skrillex man anymore. Um, or was it just kind of like after recess? It was that kind of big. No, it was like post Jack U because I, I totally um, was into Jack U when that stuff was like happening. Twenty six. I think it was like the El Chapo oh. era when he released oh, yeah. Burial. But I that actually was a banger. I actually I, like Burial was yeah, a guilty yeah, pleasure yeah, for yeah, me yeah, yeah, yeah. for a long time. I was like, why do I love this so much? <laughs> it's because it's rhythm. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that was like pre-rhythm. Yeah, I know. It, it was like the formative era yeah. of rhythm. And I remember like Warhead. Do you remember? Bah, 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 bah. Yeah. yeah, that was. I don't international? know. International. Yeah, international. International. But I think it was like 2016, 2017 when I was like, nah, I'm not into the Skrillex shit. Yeah. But then when I came back to Equinox, I was like, there's so much awesome shit happening like like it's like a a a full story it's like um like like he's taken his own vocal he's like manipulated it around and like i don't know there's just something about like the flow and like um the there's like the little arpeggios like the (laughs) (laughs) a lot of just um noises coming out today but there was so much um like, I could go on about, like, I could break down that song and, like, why I think it's so amazing. But I was like, okay, well, I don't know why I got out of it. And then... Do you think it was maybe because of, like, the friend group you were around at that time, too? That definitely contributed anti-electronic music. It contributed to it, but I think I started going down that road as soon as I started getting into Nirvana and grunge rock and... yeah. So I'd start yeah, in a rebellious period. Yeah, my rebellious phase. Um I was I was definitely just like well, no, this is this shit music. Um the like real timeless stuff is like a rock music for some reason. You like um that classic rock page on Facebook that always oh, digs yeah. on modern music pretty hard. It's like take me back to the seven age. That's just funny cool. now though. Yeah, no, it's hilarious. But I actually um yeah, there was something about like punk rock and grunge that like really drew me but then i ended up realizing that dubstep to me at least is like a step further than punk where it's like it's just like you can you can just like because the thing about punk is that you can just go like and that's your song and dubstep it it goes even further where it can just be like what what yeah and i'm just like i just kind of love how disrespectful that is to yeah. like sing a songwriting shit there's just like something about it and like the big like those big sustain basses and shit 
I I kind of see a lot of punk rock energy in that. Yeah, well, it's like the kind of the punk of the modern era in a sense. And I like the concept of just being like, how fucked can I make a song? Yeah. Um, Which is kind of what like they were thinking, exactly, I guess, back like, in the day. Um, like people, I it the yeah. I, but that, that's what that's what's great about that type of thing is that it, it surprises you when you're sitting and listening to it. It's like they somehow made this more fucked than I could imagine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That was the whole like appeal of dubstep is like um being surprised by the drop. You're like, oh shit, I didn't know a sound could be that munted. Yeah, they just disrespected you and you're loving it. Yeah, exactly. Disrespect me more. Yeah. Just- so I, I see like a, a lot of punk rock energy in EDM and even like hardcore. It's just like one note. I'm like, I respect that. That's kind of funny. Well, it's a bit like the modern day heavy metal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'd, I'd say that that's a very apt description. I mean, look, at this is a Skrillex shirt. Yeah, <laughs> somehow. Um. I've been asked so many times that do I listen to death metal? And I'm like, I like death metal, but I don't actively listen to it. I feel like I let down the team, but also I got to represent. Yes, I listen to death metal, but imagine Ableton made it. Had to do it. Had to do it to him. Um, Yeah. So, but the thing that got me back into specifically dubstep, because at the first I was, when I came back to um, producing on Ableton in 2019, I was making hip hop. I was just making beats. Um, and I was having a lot of fun doing that, but I ended up going to a virtual riot show with this motherfucker. And, um, I was already listening to Leo tricks at this point. Um, I, I was already getting into what he was doing and I was sort of like, cause he's from our area and that toe and like there was like a point where um i was in the crowd and then virtual riot brought leo tricks up on stage and i was like i should like it all clicked and i was like i never should have stopped making electronic music because it was possible i don't know why but i always just saw like i thought like my area being like like sort of like in the mountains and stuff. I didn't really expect um, anyone. I thought it was like impossible. There was like no connections to EDM. So I was like, and, and like also a lot of people in high school kind of gave you shit for like in dubstep. Like a lot of people would just like, I've had but, people come up to me randomly and they're like, why do you like Skrillex? And I'm just like, well, fuck it, I don't know. You know what the funniest thing about that is though? What? Like in high school. They all listen to it now? Yeah, like they're all digging on the people who liked EDM. Like, oh, you like electronic music? Yeah. Well, and now they all go to festivals and raves. Literally and all of them. EDM and stuff. It's very satisfying to see that happen. Yeah. Um, very full circle. But I think it like, I think that actually deterred me from trying to make dubstep. And like you said, our friend got shit on in high school for just attempting to make music. Um, but seeing, and also, like, your teachers weren't very supportive. Oh, yeah, the music teachers were horrible. Like, high school music teachers, I don't know. I, there might be some good ones, but the ones that I had, like, I had one of them tell me that they didn't want me to be in a group with one of my friends because he had a gift and he didn't want me to bring him down. And I was like, nice, Mr. Teacher. Gentle words. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, <laughs> th- I tried to tell um, my my music teacher that I was working on an album and he was like, Oh, it's probably just a pop album. 
It wasn't. Um, but I was like, okay. Man. Um, High school's not really a supportive environment. Yeah, I I tried to, when I wanted to be in a band, I was trying to um, use the music rooms to... um, to practice with my friends and they were and the music teachers were like you're just gonna make a bunch of noise no then they gave it to other people so i was like yeah there was something about it it just like really deterred me from attempting seriously to do what i'm doing now but the turning point was when it all clicked was when i saw a virtual riot bring leo tricks up on stage to play his song behebi and i was like like I said, I never should have stopped. It was possible. And it completely changed my outlook on what I could achieve with hard work. Completely. I, it, um, I was like, I need to catch up. What year was that? Uh, 2019. What? Was it? I think it was 2020. Oh, no, it was early 2020. It yeah, was it was. Bef- yeah. yeah, like, we just, it was like, like, Maybe a month before COVID, it was like really, really close. To, it was even closer than that, to be honest. It was like potentially like a few weeks before COVID. It was lucky as hell that we got to see this, and it changed my life. So I'm grateful that it happened. Are you are you cutting? Um. Yeah, no, that was I. I saw that someone from my area just stuck to what he loved, and. He made it work and um, completely changed my outlook on life. It changed what I thought I could do with hard work, but it also kind of gave me a lot of anxiety because I was like, I need to catch up now, Um, which ended up sort of, I don't know. I think it's a natural, it's a natural thing to be like, I'm behind. I need to catch up as fast as possible. But that ended up putting like so much pressure on me to be, good now and at that level that it ended up stunting my creativity for a long time until the point where I realized it's pretty much just it's pretty much just use the tools that you have to I don't know I don't know like make what you think is that's such a nothing statement (laughs) but I get it it's like it there was something about like realizing that I have the tools to achieve what I want and I just have to I just have to stick by it and st- just keep at it. Yeah. Um it's not something that happens overnight. We're glad you did keep at it. Yeah. Thank you. You're doing doing some cool things. Thanks, man. I'm, I almost feel like I've not caught up to Ethan. I'm not I don't even think about that anymore. Um um cuz actually I think that's one of the most toxic mindsets is comparing yourself to others you sort of have to be you just have to be trying to outdo yourself basically so i but i feel like i'm almost at a level where i can calm down like i'm finally getting to the point where i'm like I've, i've almost got enough stuff out that i can just relax and enjoy having fun making music and basically just sitting down not really like this doesn't have to be my next release. Um, just like sitting down and playing around, uh, I've I've become a lot more um, childlike with with my process, which is kind of how you started as well. Yeah, exactly. Because and that's like the the periods where it's kind of. I was just fun. like using new synths, trying out stuff, and like just putting it in a song, and then 
<laughs> that's it. Yeah. It's weird because, like, the problem in your mind is you make it feel so much more complicated than it actually is. But really, like, all of the answers were so simple. Like, just chill out. <laughs> just fucking mm. have fun with it. Don't don't compare yourself to Skrillex. Yeah, because there's also, like, at that point, that level, you, there's, like, no stress. Like yeah. we, I know, like, you put stress on yourself, but, like, no one's expecting anything. No one's, Yeah, like, it, was, it was all self-inflicted. Yeah. Where it was, like, um, I don't know. I had, I felt like I got some momentum and then I was so scared of losing the momentum that I just like drove myself into the ground. Um, and now I'm sort of coming out of the other side of that. And here we are. Now we're at the present day. Yeah. That, that's the Nimbus backstory really. Cause you've had a pretty explosive 2021 and 2022. Yeah. I, I'm pretty proud of the output that I've had so far. I, I'm pretty I'm proud of every song I've released. I don't have anyone I don't have any songs that I'm like, oh, could have done that better. Actually, Andrew Huang, big big shout out to him because he was actually a really um important part to my new mentality because he just he's just having fun. He's just he doesn't care what genre he's making. He literally is just like, here's an idea, makes it um produces it releases it and i i think he had a really good impact on he's he's a really good healthy role model to have because he's not trying to be like the next big musician he's not trying to change the world he's just having fun and he just loves teaching he loves teaching and um i forgot what i was i brought andrew huang up for your mindset no, 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 before that. Bit of a role model. Shout out to Andrew Wan. <laughs> <laughs> what was I saying? Um, Talking about now. Well, we, we can come back to it if you remember. Yeah. Um, no, but he was really good for my mindset. Um, and, yeah, it's sort of pretty close to where right. we are now. Now, we mentioned it in the last episode, but let's throw it back in this one, why not, about the name. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, the name, it was actually funny how I came up with it because um, I was facing at IGA. And for, for those who don't know, facing is when you take the product on the shelf and you move it forward. So we were doing a, we were hard at work facing up IGA and... One of the co-workers I was with was talking about this, um, I think it's like a sneaker called the Nimbus sneaker. Um, is it a Nike shoe? I don't know. I don't know. There's, there's, a, there's a sneaker called Nimbus and I was like... Link in description. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I was like, huh, I like that word. And then there's also, there was also a, a quote with, with Neil deGrasse Tyson where he was talking about how clouds... Um, when you look at them, they look like they're really peaceful and drifting around, but if you speed up the footage, they're actually churning and they're quite violent and they can, they're quite active. And I thought that the, the contrast between the two sort of, it's sort of like, um, it like implies that I'm going to go in different directions that are like aggressive or light. So, so I was like, I I thought it encapsulated 
what I wanted to do with like the light and the dark and like the pretty and the aggressive. Um, so that's why, and it doesn't, oh no, I'm not going to say that. Don't want them to find out what my tag is. <laughs> also, that's the, that's the shoe. Uh, Asics. Yeah, we'll put it up. Up for sale. This shoe is hmm. what I'm named after. Yeah. Can I have a look? Oh, sorry, there you go. What the shoe? It's the uh, the what, gel Nimbus Asics. What a shoe. What were your names prior? Like what, um, tell us like where, like what was the first one? And like until up until now, um, well, I think the I remember the the way I came up with Happy Trash was me and my friend Michael, um, the one that got me into Reason. He was gonna be the drummer in the band I was putting together, so we were sitting up in the music room just writing down band names and like dumb ones. We were just writing everything that came into our heads, and then there was a smiley face on a bin in the music room. And I was like, happy trash. Um, and then that was the one that stuck. I was, I, it like sunk in and I was like, I really like that name. I'm really, because it's sort of like you, you when you're starting out, you're shit, but you, but it's, it's about being like kind of trash, being happy about it, being okay with what you are. That's what that name meant. Um, which I actually think encapsulated the music pretty well because I was just, like I said, I was just playing around. It, it's accepting what you are. Um, that's what Happy Trash was. And I wanted to, like when I was trying to start a band, I was, um, I, I wanted to do, I wanted to use the name Cloud Envy. And that's sort of like, that was another reason for why I <coughs> chose Nimbus was because I, wanted to have a band called cloud envy um which is based on just like being jealous of clouds drifting they get it's actually from naruto (laughs) um it's actually from naruto there's a character called shikamaru who um really likes um don't roll your eyes (laughs) i don't know anything about all this weeb stuff (laughs) mate I don't know why you're so. He brings em- it up all the time. I don't, I don't know why you're so embarrassed to admit that anime is epic. I'm sure it is. One day I'm gonna record on my phone the conversations prior to us recording this, <laughs> huh? and then snip in Tom huh? geeking out. Man, I'm confused. Yeah, you yeah. won't. Be, you won't be. You ain't called out. To go back to the weeb shit, um, there was a character called Shikamaru, and there's an episode. I think it was called Shikamaru, the the man with cloud envy. Because what he do, he's like, all he like what he likes to do is he gets with his friend Choji, they eat some potato chips and they watch the clouds and um, Shikamaru sounds like a good life sounds pretty fun yeah Shikamaru always um, crinkle cut no no oh. there were some thins would they draw like pictures in the, with the clouds or were uh, they yeah they like they like look um but I think it was mostly just watching them uh. um because Shikamaru was always jealous of how the clouds just get to drift around um so I was like that's a really cool concept I'm gonna take Cloud Envy and make it a band and I never actually managed to get a band together because as it turns out it's really hard to get people to be in a band like mm. and want to like be consistent with rehearsing and all of that never got to put the band together properly but um 
Yeah. That and then I just just decided I'll do a solo project again, and here we are. There was names before the before after that though. I don't remember what they were. There was um, Pushy. Oh yeah, that fucking name. Solo name. <laughs> oh my god, that's like a, that's just a dumb joke. Um. I don't even know if I should say what that's supposed to mean. I mean, it's you, it's it's kind of obvious. Yeah. You can fill the gaps in. It it is what it sounds like. Is all I'm going to say. Also, with clouds, they can be in multiple forms. Yeah. So like the the water then turns into a cloud, which then can convert back to water, then yeah, be frozen. See, I didn't even think of that. That's and I'm, also it can take multiple shapes. You know, be like water. Exactly. Right, right there. Go with the flow. Yeah, Bob mm. Dylan. Truthfully. Um, yeah. Cloud <laughs> envy. Um. I I don't I thought that was true. No, Bruce Lee. Yeah, I know Bruce Lee said it. Who? who? Bruce Lee. I'm just joking. Really? I know who Bruce Lee. Is. <laughs> I know who Bruce Lee is. Um, Trust me. Two for one deals. One inch punch. <laughs> is that the? Uh, no, I want to say it. <laughs> is that the? One? All right. Get back on track. So, and that we're at Nimbus. Cameron. Yeah, number of uh, one, oh, one more name, sorry. sorry. Um my my account originally had a very shit name just because I didn't know what I wanted to do with the account. The the account that is now Nimbus Noise yes. used to be called Brain Drippings. Ooh. I remember that. <laughs> that's, that's a good name, but it was just your your mind yeah, exactly. onto it's, a canvas. It's just like it's just the word dripping. Yeah, I think the dripping part was the gross part. <laughs> But I don't know. It was just like the only thing I could think of at the time. Yeah. So I was just like, this is my creative pra- page. Um, call it brain drippings because it's just my ideas. Yeah. Um, and then I eventually ended up turning it into what it is now. But yeah. And I think that brings us up to date. Yeah, I get it. I've still got this. <laughs> I've kept it the at hair. home. This that is, is what the r- fuck? Really? Is your really this is my mullet. That is really Whoa, odd. you should sell that on eBay. No. Well, actually, <laughs> watch our content, mate. That is to be given away to It's a, a nice ball. Oh. If they want it. It's still here. I can't believe no one no one has asked for it. Well, we just put the reel out the other day. That was a big this Yeah, the episode's be been outrageous. That's a big part of my life. This could be yours. It was. Oh, thanks. Yeah. So that's it's like Did you see parcel. Did you see the motion tracking I did on the hair? Yeah. <laughs> We just stayed in frame. Oh, you just sniffed. Oh. oh, actually, smells like the thing that was in the jar previously. Because your hair's not that minty. Was it like coffee? I don't know. My, I do actually. Oh. The the shampoo oh, I use is mint. Actually, it's kind of smell kind of rank. Smells like toothpaste. Yeah, yeah, it's already a jar. It's been there for a few rank. I don't know. We had souvenirs, guys. This is fucking sick. Okay, well, you know, what we should do until we give that away. We should leave that here. I think. Maybe in front is of this, the Is this like um, bath water? Is this our version of bath this water? Is. We'll bath keep it water. here, and then one day, we'll put it on like if enough interest the, is shown, we'll keep it here every every episode. And one day, one of you could have it. Because I also just didn't really want that in my room anymore. It's also a nice jar. So if you don't want the hair, there's a nice yeah, jar. Yeah, that yeah, jar's probably... Take it for the jar. If you're after it, put hashtag give me the mullet. <laughs> and we'll pick... The the only the person. best yeah we'll pick the only submission <laughs> yeah we will give you a mullet 
It might be some heavy competition, actually. There isn't free shipping as well. Yeah, yeah, you have to pay for the shipping. You have to come get it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a pickup. No, if you're close enough, I'll deliver it. Pick up, pick up. You can you can come pick it up and then be a guest on the pod. You can also ask for your sort of choice on the mullet. You gotta give a bit of incentive. Yeah. yeah. Also, um, for the next mullet, ask whose hair would you rather? Mm. Oh, yeah, um, who's growing the next mullet. I think Aiden's in the <laughs> yeah. best position to grow. It. Yeah, you're the one with the long hair. You could just yeah. shave it off. And, and then we can mullet. put yours next to mine when you shave your mullet. Yeah, yeah maybe. maybe I <laughs> we could see who has the most desirable mullet. Mm. I don't look good in mullet. No, no, no. I mean in, in hair form. Yeah, in balls. Oh. In balls of hair. I, don't know. I reckon our hair would actually... It looks pretty... That looks pretty gray, well, like brown. Tom, uh, this doesn't look that red in here. Yeah. I was going to say... My hair is auburn. Mm. You're, you're an orbit? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I was wow. so effective. Yeah, that's um, even actually, more effective. There's a little bit of light. In, there's a little bit of red in there. There yeah. is. Um, our hair is almost identical. I think you got the darkest hair. Yeah, Cameron does. Okay. Probably. So if we just had light, lightest to darkest, that would look pretty. Yeah, cool. we could have it like a gradient. Yeah. <laughs> we can mix words. them all together. Yeah, actually, we could. We, we should could, trade mullets. Yeah. Glue them to the back of our heads. Oh, that sounds. That's fun. like a new currency. Oh, if you want a beard, we could. We could we, we could put it through a blender and then stick it onto our face. Please, I saw like a five minute hack <laughs> of someone doing that. Yeah, to grow a like beard. Something there was something similar to that. Like they used. Just, I was like, that is disgusting, and it looked fucking gross. Didn't look good. It looks so That's bad. surprising. It didn't look good. It looked foul. So bad. Yeah. Um. Okay. So we've talked about the past, and we're currently in the present. A gift. And what is in the future for you? What What do you want to achieve what are your goals what are some aspirations what's that north star what's some perspiration um links effect i was considering i'm actually i'm actually looking around at different oh god i'm burping (laughs) (laughs) yeah god this is so unprofessional sorry you will not be coming back (laughs) (laughs) um no I'm, i'm actually thinking of different ways to incorporate different interests with my music interests. Mm. Um, I mean, obviously, I'd love to be a full-time artist, um, but I think I'm. there are a couple other goals. I, w- I was considering actually learning how to make modules. Um, you can, oh, yeah. you, you can get, get the DIY, DIY ones, yeah. kits. And then, because pretty much short of knowing how, like, circuit boards work, I pretty much know how to build a synth from the ground up now. Yeah. So I was like, maybe I could make modules. But then I've also thought of um, doing like some Andrew Huang style YouTubing. I am. I reckon it'd be fun to like. You just rip him off completely. Oh, absolutely. Hey, guys. Uh, Hey, guys. (laughs) Um, Hey, it's Nimbus Noise. (laughs) I'll do a butt clap. No, you're going to do in the air. Yeah, I know. I just wanted the sound. Oh, wait, you do it. That was me. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I was considering doing some, like, um, I could, like, review modules and I could do, like, production videos and I could make sparkle songs. Not, not to steal your thunder, but I'm saying we could do that on here. We could do that. We could do that on here. Give um, you a hand with it. Uh, yeah, I'd be happy to. I'm still sort of planning it out. And actually, one thing that I was considering was... Um, I had this idea like a couple days ago, but I was considering studying therapy. Okay. Um, 
and I was considering making like a a therapy comp like a, a company for therapy that's specifically targeted towards artists because I think it's really hard to find a good therapist when you're an artist because it's really hard to communicate why these things get under your skin so much. There's yeah. so many specific things that like I've tried therapy before and um it's really hard to get it across like why you're so upset about these weird things. Um mm. so I feel like artist therapy could potentially be uh a cool thing I could do. Or like or I was considering like um because I've got like a a Discord where, where there's also like an emotional support tab. I was like, that's sort of like getting started on that. But as far as the artist stuff goes, um, I don't know. I guess I'm just I'm in. I'm just trying to spit out some like EPs at the moment. Um, maybe a few singles, some remixes, and. Eventually, I want to build up to making an album. I do have an idea for the concept of the album. or I've got a couple ideas for concepts of albums. Albums with an S. Um, but I don't want to say that yet. I don't want to spoil. Mm. Can you tease it? Can you give us a little exclusive mm. for the body? An exclusive album thing? What's your 10-year plan? No, it's just, ten year, give what's your 10-year plan on all people, your albums? People have 10-year plans. I actually, I honestly, I'm trying. As boring as it sounds, um, I'm just trying to go with the flow. I don't, I, I don't want to have like my up, like my entire life up until like I'm thirty or forty, um, planned out. Mm. I think that's kind of freaky, actually. I don't think it like I feel like that's a really hard thing to plan too because yeah you don't you have no idea how what's going to happen like you could take off you could not and then you have to find like another way to make money to survive mm-hmm. like yeah I'm just gonna wing it. I find when you plan it, it um spoils the things that you naturally run into yeah because they're they're now discredited by the things that you wanted to do yeah Yeah. exactly you've got like a an idea in your mind of how it's gonna go and if it doesn't go that way then you get like Mm. upset or disappointed yeah because the time by the time you get there the goalposts have shifted so much but your mentality hasn't changed yeah i'm yeah basically like i said i'm just trying to outdo myself so like um try to get crazier sounds try to find something more unique because i still feel like as happy as I am with the music I've released, I still do think it's relatively um, derivative. Um, so I'd like to like find my own lane eventually. Um, but I don't know what that is yet. I really wanted to... Uh, I've got... Okay. I, I've got a plan for one body of work that's going to be more aggressive. And the one that I want to do after that is I just want to sort of put all of the um like the the lighter and the darker elements together so i want to have like a project where like it can snap from like a really pretty melody to like something like disgusting i'd like to do that but that's about as far as i've gotten really what about learning how to code and making digital plugins um, just smack them in. You you have your own plugin that no one else has. 
Yeah, I mean, you can do that. At that point, I'm you know, like you're sort of verging on becoming an Ableton Live certified trader. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. You, can, you make plugins with Imagine you accidentally became an Ableton certified yeah. trader. <laughs> yeah, you're just like, oh, what? Oh, no, how do you do you reckon you? you'd ever want to teach? Yeah, I, I'd be happy to teach. It'd be fun to teach at TAFE. That was, um, I think the more healthy teachers at TAFE, the better. Mm. Because they're... They, I feel like artists are very sensitive to, um, like, teacher input. So, like, um, if you have a discouraging teacher or one that says that anxiety isn't real so you should stop being upset, kind of, can kind of, like, hurt people. I feel like, I feel like it's better to have um, more understanding teachers in TAFE because artists tend to be quite vulnerable, especially when they're showing you stuff. Um... But I, I'd love to teach at TAFE. I don't know. I don't know why. Um, I don't know why high school doesn't teach songwriting, like at all. Is, is that kind of fucking weird? <laughs> I never thought about it to be honest. Because I was like, okay, I yeah, did. the history is important. But if you want, these people want to be musicians. So fucking teach them I how guess, to write yeah. music. <laughs> Wait, yeah, what? I guess not everyone wanted to be a musician. Like a lot of people just took music because they liked music. Yeah, I, don't but, know. I didn't do music, so I don't know. I didn't Wait, know what the classes were. What about. didn't they teach you? Um, they they didn't teach songwriting. They didn't teach production. Well, I mean, it's obviously more instrument based, but I think that it needs to be updated. There was we did. Oh my god, the fucking teachers. I, we did one lesson on electronic music and I, I had like a lot of answers for it. And he was like, oh yeah, you do this at home. And I was like, fuck you. I was like, what? Why is that bad? Or like what? Like you're a cheater. Yeah. It's like, yeah. You, you do this at home. You're doing homework. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. I'm like, you have an interest in this? Yeah. It's just, Ugh. Uh, I'm very disappointed in you, Mr. K. Okay. <laughs> but would you reckon it's more the teachers or more the curriculum? No, I think it was the teachers. Okay. The curriculum sucked as well, but the teachers made it so much worse. Yeah. It's fair. Wait, they're more of a hindrance to musicians than they are uh, enablers. Well, there are good teachers out there. Uh, no, I mean, yeah. specifically <laughs> my music teachers. They're, they're literally a hindrance to progress. Yeah. I think they need, we need more open-minded music teachers. I think, I, I honestly think it would hurt to teach a little bit of production, even garage band, like just something. What is like the way it's going? It's the, the way, way it's going. It's not, no, actually, no, that's factually incorrect. It's not the way it's going. It's the way it is. It's the way it is. Like pretty much every, I don't know, like, like yeah, sure, not every um, student in music class wants to be a full-time musician. Bless you. <sighs> not everyone in music. I thought you were going to eject just then. That was powerful. You should edit that. That's when he leaked. <laughs> yeah. I reverse him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, not everyone wants to be a full-time musician at school, but I think it would be good to show people that want to study music how to make music mm. um yeah I, I just think it's a wasted opportunity um and i think the history is important but i don't think it should be the only thing that you learn like sh 
and even just like covering a song as like a a class i don't i don't know you can learn from you can learn a lot about songwriting from covering but i don't know it just feels really lacking I, i'd like for better teachers and for a better curriculum yes that's my opinion but i feel like for that curriculum it's designed to tick boxes it yeah. is it is I, well, I think the whole school setup needs updating because it's ba- it's basically just about how it looks on paper. It's more about short-term memory than it is about actually learning the subject. Um, yeah, because they're not marking you on the the way you learned that you know how to play that guitar or that song you made. They're marking you on the test you took. Exactly. There and it's like a set amount of answers, and you can cheat on tests. It doesn't, <gasps> and you can remember. There you go. You, you can like remember all the answers, finish your test, and then just fucking yeet the information. <laughs> that's how I got like, through high school. Yeah. Exactly. That's how everyone got through high school. I mean, not everyone, everyone, but most people were just memorizing facts and then mm. regurgitating them on a test. Yeah, I was, I remember- I was naturally gifted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Joel never studied. He was just no, a genius. I was just <laughs> one of those things. It's true. <laughs> now, <Nah>, two of us. <laughs> 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 we saying I remember I cheated on a test once. Wow. Um, you were there. Was was I was there. Yeah. Was it on your ATOP? No. No, it was HSC. No, I mean, whoops. It was... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it was like year 10. Rosa? And uh, I don't know what it was. It was just like a history test. And I'd like written down the answers on my leg. Wow. And I'd like, you know, do the cheeky. Did you do better than me? Is that what you got uh, the idea for Simon? Um, no, that was in English. I was, I was in year 12. But... um. <laughs> and then after I did it, I think I told you. And then kind of words started getting like around a little bit. And then like my friend came up to me and she was like, did you cheat on the test? And I was like, no. She was like, oh, oh, okay then. And walked <laughs> up and I was like, oh. No, she's a good- what, what, what were you going to say if I said That's yes? Did I tell someone that you cheated? You must have. I didn't tell anyone. Maybe I told, someone overheard. I told if I did, I apologize. That's a dog move. I don't care. Oh. I, I, held, I handled the situation very well. I think I may have given you some answers. Huh? I feel like you you looked at my leg at one point. No, there's no way I would have been able to read your leg. Well, I could. Yeah. You should have put it in Braille so that when he also touches never your cheated. thigh, he can he can read it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we did sit we did sit together for many years. Yeah. You know what's very what? easy to do? What? It's very easy to cheat when you're taking the test in a room by yourself and no one's watching you. Very easy to cheat with that. And then you have someone being like, oh, what about you write it like this? Yeah. And you know what's funny about that? Mm. The uh, the head of whatever test I was taking yeah. um, comes up to me and goes, no, you didn't get this. And maybe re- retake it in front of him. Really? Yeah. What test was that? It was a maths test. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's unfortunate. Well, that's so rude. No, because I argued with him. I'm like, I did the test. Yeah. He's like, this, this answer is way too high. I'm like, oh. <laughs> He's like you're an idiot. He's like, uh, well, you never get this. This is too good for you, man. Yeah. I remember I did really well in an English test once, like just out of the blue. I'm terrible at English, by the way. Shocking. <laughs> and I, I got like 24 out of 25 something, 23 out of 25. And then like all the English teachers was like, oh, you should do advanced next year. You should do advanced. And I was like, oh, okay, maybe I should do advanced. Yeah. Then I realized... How shit I am at English. 
Actually, I know someone that did advanced English out of spite because one of the English teachers told him that he shouldn't do... What's the fucking problem with teachers, man? Yeah, it's true. Why are they always just telling kids they can't do shit? Mm, I had one like that as well. It was in English as well where we had an assignment that... I, I did not like English. I didn't care. And I could still, like, I would... Obviously, I would pass the assignments. Obviously. Well, no, but, like... With God. ease. Well, yeah, I, I, I dropped to standard. I hated advanced. Um, but I, I did one assignment. And, I, like, obviously, I worked on it. I did the whole thing. You had to do a speech. And I, I did my speech, and then my teacher got it back, and it was, like, 18 out of 20, which was on the higher end of the, the people yeah, that, that did it. And, like, it's not 19 or 20 out of 20. And then she was like, Tom, did you did you get your sister to help you with this? <laughs> oh, and I was like, I did this myself. And she was like, okay. And she was a nice teacher, but she just could not believe yeah, that I did that myself. Yeah. And I was like, wow, I don't do badly on my tests or my assignments. Yeah, I, lo- I love that. It's like, um, not good work. It's like, you yeah, piece of yeah. You must you have cheated. cheated. Like, I, You're not that I was smart. so proud of myself. Yeah. I'm so disappointed in fucking, like, the tears of high school teachers. Like, well, also, like, don't throw too much shade because it is a hard job. You have kids all day not listening to you, not giving a fuck, not all yeah. this shit. Yeah. So, and I know sometimes they might slip up and say something wrong. I had a lot of in, good teachers. Yeah. And even that, that teacher, I liked that teacher. Just sometimes. Yeah. And they're all forced yeah, they to could do have stuff they don't yeah. do. Yeah, a lot of the time they're teaching you stuff that they don't agree with <coughs> and they don't. Like, obviously, the, those music teachers, they're, they're a bit of a different breed because they were just yeah. odd people. But, like, a lot of the time, you know. I don't know. I don't think a teacher should ever discourage someone from attempting to push themselves. Like, no. I had a lot of people tell me that I couldn't do chemistry, so I shouldn't do it. And I didn't pick it. Yeah. Fucking then he left school. Yeah, and then I left school. <laughs> Fucking started basking. I remember I was a uh, one music night. And oh yeah, it was so funny. Um, you and you and old mate had left school, and like I was doing entertainment, so I was yeah. the audio. And Mrs. the the vice principal came up with the head of music, and <laughs> the head of music was just like. Cameron and that kid's back and they're like, oh, fuck. And they're like both <laughs> bolted off. <laughs> You're like, fix this situation that you guys were like, God. apparently derelicts roaming the school. And I was like, what is happening? Yeah. Oh, my God. That was a that was weird a, night. That was a very weird night. They actually tracked us down. Yeah. It was like a manhunt. It was. I was like, Jesus. Because they were like, I saw, I saw the vice principal's face and she was like, fuck no. Like, they're not, they're not at this They're going to take night. out the whole school. Yeah. That's what ridiculous. did you do? No, I didn't know about that. What did you do? To I don't do? know. I just, Cameron, I just did you? Wagged. <laughs> no, it was more the other kid and that, yeah. that reputation rubbed off on you because you were yeah, hanging around with him. I think so. But like the worst shit I did at school was pretty much just not turning up to class and writing music instead. Yeah. You piece of shit. I mean, <laughs> you dog. Oh, was I very... I mean, in year seven, I was pretty disruptive. Yeah. But, um... I don't know. I, I became really quiet towards the end of high school. I don't think I stood out too much. So I don't know why they were. I, it was definitely because of the other kid. Mm. Um, he, he, he who shall not be named. Yeah. But I mean, hey, they didn't want to let me in a band with him because I would bring him down and he has a gift. So <laughs> Yeah, then they kicked him out. Yeah, then they fucking <laughs> ejected him from the music night. See, I thought it was one kid. And then when you said that, I realized it was someone mm. else. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I just think that teachers should be more encouraging. Like, I understand there's a lot of um, shitty students, but that's kind of the job. Like, you got to be ready for that. I think you should try and be a positive force. I think I think generally they're trying to be, but... It... Yeah, that's why they got into yeah. it. They, they, they wanted they to wanted. form the minds of the next generation, but then they get handed their curriculum that they can't change. Yeah. yeah. And then 20 years of that, they just, they just, their brains slowly just melt. Yeah, really school just needs to be updated, I think. They need school 2.0. They mm. do. It needs to be a lot more flexible Underwater. in terms of what people Underwater. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, underwater. Oh. No, never mind. <laughs> You're like, now everyone knows where we went to school. Yeah, I guess it doesn't matter, does it? I Surely we've said it before. I've not it said it before. Maybe bleep it. Bleep. Oh yeah, because then they'll figure out the camera's talking about. Just trashing all the. Because camera's been talking about. Don't say it again. <laughs> saying it. Hold up. Yeah, bleep it. <laughs> bleep. Is that too close? That's too close. Oh. Flip flop. Hi. That's still there. Hi. School. We went yeah, to we... school in the. No, it's too close. Too close. There's so many schools about. in the. It's not, it's there's like four. It's like four high. Like four high schools. High school. We went to school in New South Wales. That's still some of us did. Tom, right. Can you do a sign off? Delicious. All right. Uh, that, was a, that was a pretty good episode, everyone. I enjoyed it. Thank you, Nimbus, well, for coming you. on. Thank you for having me. Tom. I'm excited to have Cameron oh. back next week. You were so gracious to have me on. I was, wasn't I? And I feel like it's more of a, a Tom on. special. Yeah, and Tom, thank you for coming uh, back this episode. Yeah. Tom special. Cameron spoke for like an hour. <laughs> I didn't do true. anything today. Good. But you're sitting in the you're still sitting in the chair. I'm sitting in the chair. And you made the game. Yeah, the glorious what a good game. game it was. Yeah. How, how long did it take you to put together? Oh, hours. Actually? Yeah. I reckon he did it when he sat down. No, I, I No, no, there, there was no cuz he had to dig through episodes to get the information. Yeah, I did I looked back at stuff. Look, if, if he if he says this happened in episode 5, he had to go fucking find that. Yeah. I know things. There was multiple episodes too. Yeah. What was it, what was Cameron distracted by in episode five? All right, well, yeah, yeah people can go back and look at it. The segment is there. <laughs> <laughs> Every time we've done that, I have there's, 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 <laughs> there's there's anything there. Oh yeah, check it in the description. <laughs> oh, yeah. Look at Tom's Instagram that doesn't exist. Uh, it does. No, it doesn't. You yeah, does it now? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. It used to be your Instagram. Wait, does it not well, work? For like, no, for like five episodes, you've linked me as you, as you. That's why I gave you the login, so you can change things. Yeah, but I thought it was funny, so I just did. Okay. Who needs to go to my Instagram? You just go to yours twice. <laughs> <laughs> I, I definitely just copied and pasted it. Yeah, oh, really? No. <laughs> you typed in the URL. Every single link should be like to your Instagram. Yeah, all four of yeah, them. Yeah, it all goes Dimension to... Dimension diving. Oh, also, guys, I know this is the end. You can put this in somewhere else. I don't know. You, Synthetic Streams nearly passed my high school YouTube channel <gasps> in subscribers. Wow. I'm on. You're nearly passed it. <laughs> it doesn't matter. What are you, well, I want to know what we're on. So. We're on 25. Hey, that's a quarter of 100. Mm -hmm. So if everyone wants to subscribe another three times. Everyone should make. Reach a milestone. Everyone should make another account mm -hmm. and subscribe. If someone can prove that they've subscribed to the YouTube channel five times. You get the mullet. You can get. You can have the mullet, and I'll you get the mullet. I'll send you ten bucks. Wow, maybe Whoa. I'll do it. No, no one on this. <laughs> can podcast. I do it? I mean, no. Because you're not gonna know. I could just make a fake account. 
And then, yeah, but sure. Okay, fine. Subscribe five times and then send me... I'm cheap. ...from another account. Okay. Cheeky 10. Uh, we've got to run, guys. We've got a very busy day ahead Joel of us. has a busy day. Um, thank you guys for listening, for of course. Coming. Thank you, Nimbus, for Thanks sharing Thanks, Cameron. I mean, yeah. Nimbus. Did you love the intro he made? That was, that a, was a good yeah, intro. It was great. Great intro. Now you have to make that in the week. Yeah. And also, thank you, Tom, for coming back no um, and coming back from the bush. Where Might you've come been. back next week. MIA, Thanks, Joel, yeah. for coming back on. Thank you. Yeah, th- nice. th- thank you, Plumera, for coming in. Thanks. Thank you for good. joining us. Also, thanks, Grace, for the painting. It's fading out and... Yeah, this is maybe the, we magically left. Bye. Are we gonna pop out? Pop, pop. We should actually synthetic stream out. <laughs> this is oh, wow. such a shambles of an. Okay. No, it's actually really good. Okay. Um, also, I need some. I need some photos. Oh yeah, for the.